0: Our lexi for this week is perivalon, perivalon or environment. Your perivalon or environment plays a significant role in your wellness for it supports healthy habits and positive vibes when you wake up, when you leave and come home, and when you go to bed. Your perivalon should mirror the lifestyle that you wish to embrace. For example, if you need peace and calm and stress-free vibes, you should declutter and fill the room sparingly with quiet pictures and lights. Entering a room in your home should give you a feeling of security and calm. Remember to keep your perivalun or environment unique to you so that you love coming to it and living in it each day. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Goroneki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life extra virgin olive oil, a boundless amount of value high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Welcome to this exceptional episode of Kefi Life, the podcast. I'm so happy to have you on a day where I get to reconnect with a resident and inn owner an uh, in-owner of um, Thea's Inn in Icaria, Greece. I met Thea years ago, probably, I don't know, three or four years ago, and always think of her often because I love the inn, the location, the island. I had such a positive experience. Of course, you're going to remember these type of experiences. Um, Icaria you may remember me speaking about it. It's a blue zone, but I'm not gonna share, I'm not gonna remind you about that. I'm gonna let Thea talk about it as well, because she's very good friends with Dan Buettner, who is the uh, creator, he's from National Geographic. But anyways, um, Thea Barikos, it is so good to reconnect with you.
1: Kiki, it's fine. it's good to finally see you in person. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. I can still see when I drove up, which, by the way, I think it was a dirt road when I drove up to your inn. I can still see the entrance to your um, inn. And there was like like an archway or something with grapes hanging. And it was just so welcoming. And I felt like home. I felt like I was home. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you had that feeling. Thank you. How have you been? I've been good. Everything's been
1: good. Of course, we had our problems here, too, with COVID. But living on an island you are sort of isolated and a little bit insulated from outside problems a little bit more.
0: Icaria is a very unique island, I noticed that, and it's not a very commercial touristy item and I like that as well. But you um, you speak English perfectly, so let us share your story with the listeners about how you came to Icaria and um, kind of immerse us into your experience, if you will. Of course, of course. So, my
1: grandparents are from Icaria. They emigrated to the States. My mother was born in the States, so I'm second generation American born. Um, but we were very fortunate as children. My mother would bring us often, my family came often to Icaria because we had very close ties with our family here. So, Icaria was never a foreign place. It was like a second home to us. And after high school, I had no clue what I wanted to do. So, my parents said, take a year off and go stay with the family. And being in Greece and spending time in Ikaria, I realized I, I felt much more at home here than I did in the States. So I was basically coming back and forth as much as I could, met my husband on one of my trips, we were married in the States, and then we came back to Greece to live. Um, basically, we, had, we did trial and error. We tried Athens for a few years, we tried the States for a few years, and then we came back to live permanently in Ikaria and to build our inn. And that's where we've been since. And that was about 28 years ago.
0: And do you find yourself so grateful and thankful that you made this type of, let's not call it a drastic move, it's kind of like a spiritual soulful mood, if you will, move? I am grateful
1: I did. I. This might sound strange, but to me, the, the life in Ikaria is more reality than the life in the city is. Um, you have to weigh it out, what you want, because we do have problems here. Nowhere is paradise, right? There's no such thing. And so you have to weigh out what it is that you actually want, what you're looking for. If, are you looking? It depends on what kind of type of a lifestyle you want. I'm not the person who needs a brand new car or the big fancy house or wants to work 60 hours a week. Or even though we do a lot of times, having it in is not an easy job, obviously. But it's getting back to, for me, it's getting back to reality, getting back to the basics, which are not so basic and simple as people used to say they were. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, and I'd like to explore that. I'd like to know what life in Ikaria is really like and what you mean by the basics, if you will. Because I, I always say getting back to the basics of Hippocrates, if you will. But yeah, let's talk about it.
1: All right, so for us, our values are quite different than the West. Um, a, a roof over our head a job that gives us enough of an income to live with dignity, but our priorities are not around around that. We're not judged by what we do. Doesn't matter what position you hold, you're judged by who you are. Our priorities are our health, our family healthy, our kids being well, taking care of the older people who are included in our lives. good friends, good company, of course, good wine. This is a number one basic. And, absolutely. and to actually live your life and to be happy living your life. And not to say, when I retire, I wanna do this.
0: <laughs> it's, it, you're developing yourself as a person. It's not like the things that you amass in life. Uh, True. It's, it's really about who are you becoming? How are you growing? And I, I always say this, Thea, I love experiences and meeting people. I, that's why I love travel.
1: It's, yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely
0: right. You grow, you grow. So- you grow as a person. So, okay, tell us, Let's since since we don't have a visual here, uh, if someone were to come to Icaria, because you're, you're Armenistis, is that at the bottom of the island? No. Okay, so... Um, so I want to know where you're at exactly, the name of the town. We're
1: in the village of Nas, which is about five minutes by car okay. from Armenistis. We're known for having beautiful sunsets. We're known for the river that goes into the beach, which is pretty awesome. It's a valley and the river comes down and it meets the sea.
0: Awesome. It's a,
1: it awesome. is a beautiful it's area. Gorgeous. It's really beautiful.
0: Are, are there any particular herbs or vegetables or produce or fruit? I know fennel is really big in Icaria. Is, is there anything particular to Nás? Oh, honey, we have wild herbs and greens growing all over the place. I mean, everywhere you go in
1: Icaria, uh. certain areas have stronger herbs or better, or whatever, you know, depend the situation. Um, depending on the soil and things like this. There's some herbs that grow better in different parts of the island. But you have available to you, you have marjoram, you have oregano, savory, thyme, um, of course the fennel, and all the other different oregano. Um, did I say that already? Lab different kinds of lavenders. And rosemary, rosemary. rosemary. thank you, sage, oh. wild chamomile. Oh. Plus all the wild greens, oh, the chicory oh, oh. greens, the different dandelion greens, all those. We have all those at different times of the year. You know, We're every truly- season has its own joy.
0: And like marjoram, I know that because I use it with my essential oil remedies, and that's really great for pain. You're probably discussing it yeah. in relation to food, which is fantastic. I do like, I feel as though the flavor of Icaria, I shouldn't stereotype, but is fennel. I remember fennel very vividly. Um, in some of the dishes that we had but okay we so a lot of we're fennel. talking to you today not only what's that we use a
1: lot of fennel we do yes we like our fennel especially with like your
0: vegetables
1: Bead dishes vegetable dishes um vegetable pies yeah all kinds of things certain meat dishes
0: Terrific, terrific. As a matter of fact, before we segue into the retreats, because I'm so excited to share this with the uh, the followers, um, I caught glimpse of you. I watched, excuse me, a lot of the interview. You were being interviewed, I think, by a woman in Australia, 60 Minutes in Australia, Australia, Mm -hmm. and in the kitchen, it was like... Uh, a rustic kitchen, not a Mm -hmm. fancy white kitchen, but a rustic one where you can really dig your hands in and get a meal going. And this woman, she was an older woman, she was cooking like with such efficiency, with such knowledge, with such artistry. Who is this woman? (laughs) This woman is Athena Mazari.
1: And Athena is a cousin of ours, and she's also been cooking with us for many years. And she also has been doing all through the years the cooking for Dan also. And if you've seen the, the 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 cookbook, the Blue Zone cookbook, you'll you'll see how many. I don't even know how many recipes are from what we do, from Athena.
0: Look at that! How the world is so small. Well, she small. is a master chef. Yeah. Yeah, you see these shows like um, these cooking shows in America and you see these guys, they come on and they think they're wizards and everything. I'm like, we'll put Athena up against her any old day. <laughs> She's a very good cook. Very good. I bet her food's just mouthwatering. Yeah. When we get to Nas, to your location, what is the environment okay. like? What are well, we? Well,
1: the environment uh, yeah. is outdoors. It's overlooking the sea. We have grapevines up above. So it's almost, it's almost like being part of nature. And it has that lovely outdoor feeling to it because you are outside with the grapevines over you. It's a very friendly atmosphere. The people that work with us are all super, super people and very friendly and hospitable. Many people who come, they know each other. So it has this atmosphere of people coming and, and meeting each other again and greeting each other at the tables and things like this. It's it's a very friendly and personable. It's a hospitable atmosphere.
0: Philoxenia.
1: Yeah, Philoxenia, bravo. It's very warm, yes.
0: I I love it. I love it. Now you said you built your end. Did you build yes. it from the scratch up? Ground yes, up? Yes, from the ground up. And did you have a design in mind or how did you where did you start? How did it go? <laughs> Tell us about it quickly. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Do we have a design in mind? Uh, the truth is we kind of we kind of did it blindly. It was all it was more on faith. And yeah, why not? Let's give it a try and see what happens, kind of a thing. So we had an architect oh, give sure. us the designs, but you know you never really know until you're actually in a place. It's the same with a house. You know when you actually live in your house, then you see how it should have been or what you want to do or what walls to knock down and things like this.
0: I remember um, so many of the businesses in Arministis, there was a, a darling um, local honey place. Yes. I forget the name of it now. They have Ikarian yes, honey. There. And then I, it's still there. Oh, God, the honey is just a deli- It's Ikarian honey. Icarian honey?
1: Yes, yes, yes. It's yes, Icaria, Icarian honey. I can, do you know the difference or how? what is the difference? Okay, so we're very fortunate here because... Um, I would say 99.9% of the people, I hope I'm not wrong on this, don't, eh? we have a very, very healthy environment, plant life, flowers, um, bees, we, we don't have the problems that you have elsewhere. Our bees are healthy, everything's good, and it's organic. We don't, we don't spray, we don't do this. If you eat an apple, there's going to be some for you, some for the worm, and some for the goat, Okay. And that sounds kind of awful, I know, but, <laughs> I but that's how you know it's a clean apple, right? That's good. Um, so yeah. our honey yeah. is a very good quality honey. And we have, we have wild thyme and the bees love the thyme. We have the wild heather, which makes that lovely, thick, peanut butter-like honey. And then we have the mixed flowers with pine trees, which is, a, is amazing on top of your yogurt. You know, it's easier to spread and everything, and, and it's wonderful flavors. I mean, you smell it. You can smell the herbs.
0: Oh God, I can smell it right now. You're from ready here. to come back. Oh, girl, I am. I'm staying I think with you. you. Should. I can't wait to <laughs> visit your inn. Shoot, this is really good. Well, you know what might happen? So you are hosting. You are hosting um, several retreats. Yes. And you said Kiki, they're not really wellness retreats. We have a variety of like cultural retreats and upscale retreats. Let's kind of dive into that because there's one in May and two in October, I believe.
1: Yes, if I'm not mistaken, I believe you're correct.
0: So let's talk about what a cultural retreat would be like for people. Like, who would want to come to this?
1: I'm finding that people who come are either looking for ways to make certain changes in their life. They're coming to meet like-minded people. They're, They're coming because they're tired, they're overstressed and they're, they're looking for something different, a different way of life, and how can they implement different things from Ikaria into their daily life, which in itself can often be a challenge because it depends on what you want, right? Um, so for me, it's all about showing them how we live. We talk a lot. We have a lot of conversations. We talk with local people we go to local people's homes we have dinner with them and conversations with them we do a lot of fun things also there's going to be grape stomping if it's grape season picking olives if it's picking if it's olive season visiting a winery doing you know doing different things for fun also if there's a party of course we're going to have a party but it's for me the for me the whole goal is that they actually can actually take something home with them that they can use you understand what i'm saying if I accomplish yeah, I th- that, I think that's important. Say if I accomplish right. that, then I feel that I've done I've done a great job. Then, if they can actually take something from Ekdia and take it, keep
0: it home with them, would the goal of the Skopos be an example of that, like the socialization? Because quick segue, when I was there, I was with Eva. I was touring with her, and she was showing me all around. And this woman who was touring me around brought me to you as well. Um, she invited me to her home. Right. And her her mother was there, she was in an apron, they had these juicy tomatoes, they had these this cheese and bread and they gave, I just had met her mother and she welcomed me and we had like a little mezeda meal. I, it was so, it was so uh, liberating if you will. Yes,
1: it's the Greek hospitality, right? Nicarians take that one step further. And sometimes it's about your values also. Um, if, you, if, somebody, if somebody actually wants to downscale a little bit, have a little bit more free time, see a friend for a cup of coffee or whatever, whatever, whatever you have time for, do you know what I mean? And I, what I'm finding from conversations with people is that they're so busy during the week. Saturday's a workout cleaning up, catching up on chores day. And Sunday's a day of chilling out and relaxing if they don't go to church or they don't have a family thing going on. But so I say, so when do you see people? And they say, on the holidays, right. oh, my gosh, oh, I would suffocate. Oh yeah. Okay, a friend of mine, she goes yeah. to the gym after work. I said, why don't you call up a friend and go for a walk? So you have company and you're exercising Absolutely. also. And you're outside, for goodness sakes. These little, just these, just these little things, just these little things. Or even when it comes to food, but you, I, you know about this more than I do, I'm, I'm sure, is I, I don't have time to cook healthy. I don't have time to eat healthy. I disagree with this. You can do little things to make it that much easier, so you have it for the next day, or you can have it. You can pre-prep something so you are a step ahead.
0: What does your daily diet look like? What does the food look like for a person who lives in Icaria?
1: We make our own sauces. We don't buy a ready-made sauce. We're very seasonal. I'm not going. I don't. I will not. I will not buy a tomato in the winter time. We have cabbage. It's a season for cabbage, for broccoli, for cauliflower, for kale, for all the lovely wild greens that we love. To, and we love to forage, of course. Um, but my, our, my cooking can be a vegetable dish, a bean dish. It can be fish. It can be meat. It can be anything, but it will be from scratch. And as much as possible, it'll be whatever we have
0: growing or local ingredients or
1: foraging.
0: So. OK, so with I, I, you, we've touched upon so many really important things, which is to implement a way of life that nourishes us not only on the table, but in our relationships, in our day to day activity. And pretty much it starts with our values, which mm-hmm. I'm crazy about this whole thing. Um, you moved from Michigan. I could easily be over there in a plane ride from Chicago. <laughs> oh, I hear that. <laughs> Oh, my God, you're tempting me. Um, Okay, so back to the retreats, because you've got them in May. All right, May and October. Yes. Um, There's one for women, and then, like, tell me who your demo is. Who are you? You sort of mentioned that before, but, like, do you have one for just women as well?
1: Yes, yes, because the one that's just for women, it's awesome. It's awesome. And I actually have uh, women who will call me and say, I have a group of friends, and can you do a retreat just for us? Of course I can. And but when it's just okay, no, please don't take it the wrong way, guys, nothing against you. But sometimes when it's just women, the dynamics are a bit different and things might come out that might not come out when the men are present. So it can be a very liberating experience. Because women all over the world have the same issues, you know, they have the same issues. Isn't
0: that something we forget that yeah. we think we're so alone, but it, it's, we all share
1: the whole thing. Oh, totally. It's amazing. The- it's amazing. And it's amazing the friendships that are formed and the things that come to the surface and the empathy that you see with each, with the women together as a whole, there'll be times we'll be talking. I don't, I want, I might not talk for an hour. I just let them go for it. And and some of the things that we've been doing or experiencing, it triggers something in some people. And then and then mm-hmm. you need to talk about it. You need to get it out. And it's just, it's quite beautiful, actually.
0: Well, you're, you know what? You're offering them the, the peace of mind, the quiet time, the space. Nature has a way of lending itself to being au natural or organic. And I, I think that it all begins with our environment. Definitely. You know, and... And your environment, like when I came up there, it, it was just so quiet, so lovely. And people were just, it, it's almost like, it's almost like everybody in Ikaria is related. <laughs>
1: I think we are. We all know each oh, other. God. I'll tell you one thing that I do like when people come here and I've had a lot of people tell me this, when they come here, they feel like they're at home, but they're just with, but it's that they're with people that they've known, that they knew, but they just now met them. They, that people oh. here make them feel so comfortable at home that it's like they came back to somewhere they've already been. I don't know oh if I'm articulating God. this correctly.
0: No, it's no, you are absolutely articulating correctly. And we're almost out of time, and I, I'm gonna have to have you back again <laughs> um, in our closing moments. <laughs> I, I found out and I missed it. I missed it. I missed it because I was just what? so gosh darn ex- exhausted when I was in Ikaria because I was like zipping around the island taking pictures. But I understand that you have some of the best panayiria in, in Greece. We know how to party. For the non-speaking Greeks, you got to share what a panayiria is. All right. First of all,
1: <clears throat> for us here in Ikaria, it's different than other parts of Greece. The community comes together. The village comes together. It's all volunteer work. The, after the expenses are paid but you might work 18 hours you don't get paid for this this is what you're expected to do um, so after everything's been paid for the music the wine the food whatever and they have to go they have to. everybody the, the whole village community will sit down together they go over the expenses and what they cleared and then they have to decide what to do with the money. And the money has to go to, the money doesn't go to anyone's pocket. It goes to a common good. It might be somebody who's having health issues and doesn't have money for a doctor. It might be to fix a road. Um, it might be for somebody who was, it could be for anything, but it has to be, it, it's, it's it's not any, it's not personal gain. Okay. This is very important. So it's a
0: community. So it's a communal event where you have food and drinks and dancing, and is it all weekend or is it one night? It's one night, but that one night can go on until the next morning.
1: We don't have a curfew.
0: Dorothea, it's so interesting (laughs) that it is obligatory. It's like a duty to come together to uh, host this panagiri which then the money goes to somebody who could be in need. How fantastic is that? It could go
1: to anything and go to fix a piece of the road. It can go to something in the village that needs to be worked on it, but it has to be a common cause, not personal gain. Exactly.
0: And we still have this way of thinking though. Yeah. Well, where do people find you? Like if they're very intrigued, which I'm sure they are, and they're considering May, maybe a retreat in May, maybe one in October, how would they go about finding you in your retreat? Just go on my website,
1: TheaZinn.com. T-H-E-A-I-N-N-S. Wait a minute. T-H-E-A-S-I-N-N.com.
0: TheaZinn. I I had to think about that. You said something about people that come there, like they've saved their money and they've worked and they're finally in retirement. They're like, oh, finally I get to come. And you say that they are looking for their identity.
1: It's really interesting, Kiki. I've had several people just the last few years that are that were very, very career oriented, but had had amazing careers. They didn't want to retire, but they had they were in the process of having to retire. And I remember one gentleman was almost in a panic. He says, "I don't know who I'm supposed to be after I retire." Oh wow! He his wow. his identity was. Was wrapped up in his was wrapped up in his position, you see, and I found that to be I found that to be quite interesting actually, and also quite sad. I said, "You're at a perfect time yeah. in your life. You can enjoy. You can do whatever. You can do the things you've been wanting to do." And it was all about, "But who am I now?" Right. And right. the people you here. Gotta... I don't even think we have a word for retirement, uh, but the people <laughs> here. When, when they get their pension, it's like they have a party, I'm free, I can finally, I have time now, I can do the things that I've been wanting to do. And basically what they do is they actually work harder than they probably were working before, because now they have time to oh. do all those things that they've had been wanting to do, but they don't stop. Right,
0: right. You know. And that's what really keeps, That's. I think that's what lends to the longevity, because that's what Ikaria is known for. Dan Buettner coined the phrase, Blue Definitely.
1: Zones. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. And we don't have age discrimination, okay? If you're 65, and you decide you want to start a whole new career, it's like, yeah, why not go for it? No big deal.
0: Thea Parikos, owner of Thea's Inn on the island of Ikaria, Greece. In my life, I've learned that. Okay. In
1: my life of living in Ikaria, the biggest thing I'm, I have learned from this is how to deal with problems and with stress. This has been one of the major lessons for me living here versus living in the states where you're expected to be stressed or to have stress. And even if you have reasons to be stressed, they have a way of dealing with it here that's intuitive that took me over 20 years to actually understand and to adopt and I still sometimes have to remind myself. For me, this was the biggest
0: thing. Thea Paricos, it was absolutely a joy to reconnect and I can't wait to see you again.
1: Thank you, Kiki. It was so good to spend time with you. Stay right there.
0: Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well, Hola Kala.
1: This Hola Kala moment brought to you by the Law Offices of Liston and Santillas, Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs.
0: This year, as you're beginning to work on your goals to lose weight, walk more, read more, spend more time with family and on and on and on, remember to make the changes to do more a little bit at a time. For sustainable and achievable outcomes, make little changes that have a big impact. Example, you need to start walking every day. All right, start with a five minute walk in the morning, followed by a five minute walk in the afternoon and end up with a five-minute walk in the evening. Boom, kaboom, shabam, 15 minutes each day and very easy to fit in. Allah, all is well, with little changes leading to big impact. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com at Life 365 on Instagram and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Keffy Life.